You thought that was funny. You were laughing like a hyena when he said it. What the hell is wrong with you? There you go. It is uh, a thank you alliance, by the way. Another week and a day of alliance, and that's about it. I've got the world all fired up over this uh, mentally challenged president. So many emails of people excited about it. Uh, This says, uh, I did a Google search, John, of politicians with Down syndrome, and now there are multiple countries in Europe that have elected Down's people. There's a rapper called Laz D who's got that. Yeah, Down syndrome people, they've been doing stuff for a long time. So I think uh, it's time that we put him in an office and let him go. Corky for president, I say. I love it. And you know what will happen? I'll be all on the forefront of this. Yay! This is awesome. Corky for president. And then people will be like, he's making fun. The people that want you to say, you know, finally come around and be like, I think it's great. Let them do anything they want. Oh, my God. He's going to let them do whatever they want. And now the people that are always saying you should let them do whatever they want would start saying you can't let them do that. Same group. And now John's just being a dick. We know you're not serious. Oh, I'm dead serious. I think it would be great. I think it would be, like I say all the time, I'm here for the jokes. We were just talking about it off the air. When I was the only one in town, the only one, Brady, in the media saying, why are we putting dolphins in the middle of the desert? Why? This is a bad formula. And groups of people, because we have the, we're, it's for reason. we're going to help the dolphins. I said, They're going to die in the desert. I guarantee it. And people stopped, like, there was a group of people who wouldn't advertise with us because I said that. They, the people wouldn't promote that Dolphins in the Desert store that I went, and I'm like, fine, don't advertise. I had meetings with salespeople telling me, you can't say that kind of stuff about, I'm like, yes, I can, because I don't want to be on Team Dead Dolphin when you guys are collecting money, and this t- spins. I was the bad guy. What happened, Brady? The dolphins died in the desert, as predicted by only me. Did I get advertising money? Should we be back? celebrating? Shouldn't or, somebody have or, said, he was right. Never happened. All those same people that yelled at me for doing it. All those same people that were screaming and yelling, he can't say that stuff. He's ruining it. The advertisers for this, they won't come to us. If you start saying that the dolphins we're stuffing in the center of a desert are going to die, we won't give them money. They should have given me money after. Here, you were right. We screwed up. We should have listened to you. The only true advertising that that place got was right here. All the other ones were, come see the dolphins in the desert. And it's a wonderful, like, 110 degrees, they have human skin. John Nostradamus Holmberg, look at this. I won't even say it was a special (laughs) gift, Brett. It's common sense. Dolphins don't live in the desert. It's like having a polar bear wandering around in Mesa. It's not going to do well. Anyway, dolphins in the desert, I should have gotten a tonic. I should have gotten, there should have been one of those moments where people are just, you know, when they run around and they're holding the guy above them and it's just like kind of bobbling on their hands as they they hail the conquering hero. Same thing will happen with this uh, mentally challenged uh, political office thing. Some guy said, John, have Toledo go to the tapes. Ten years ago, you said, mark my words, we're less than a decade away from having uh, political office of being held by someone with Down syndrome. <laughs> what was the, How close was I on this one? And I was probably, when I said that, upset by it. Now, I've turned a corner. I'm all for it. I want the office of Downs. <laughs> I want 
a whole entire council of Down syndrome people running the city. I want a, kind of a shadow council, you know, like we have the the non-Downs one that's currently running. And then uh, unbeknownst to that council, we have a group of Down syndrome people given the exact same scenarios to see what they would do. Kind of a, I don't know, like a, a, like a think a, tank. Well, no, no one would know what's going on. It's a it's a, a base group and the real group. So it's kind of when they do uh, medical tests and they have that placebo group. Yeah. And they have the other one. They're going through the exact same thing, but one's being tested with one pill and one's being tested with the other. And nobody really knows. But you give the exact same problems to the Downs Council and you give the, the exact same thing to the to the real city council. And then at the end, you compare how they handled it. Like, you know, the the, like model UN. And yeah. I, I can almost guarantee you're coming up with just as good ideas out of the Downs Council as you are out of the city council. And you know what it would also be? Faster. No, no long speeches. No, like, we're like going to do something about this. They would actually probably get things done. Downs Council in 2024. If you've got a Downs kid, run it. <laughs> run your Downs today. Right now. Now, the problem with Downs is I don't know that they go too long. Well, like you said, also, the the degree, too, of it. What do you mean? Some have it, – is affected oh, by yeah. it more than others. Super Downs. Because like, that guy Gotta that's in Peru graduated from college. Peruvian college. <laughs> that's like I mean, MCC. I'm in America. MCC <laughs> is like Harvard to Peruvian college. I don't know what Peruvian college is, but it's probably not good. Probably just stacking stones. I don't th- – <laughs> I don't think of yeah. I don't think of other countries at all very well. I, sure, he can cut cocaine like nobody's yeah, right. Oh yeah, the Peruvian blow. I'm yeah. sure he had, they've got courses on how to manage your money through, through blow. Money management. Yeah. You're oh right. yeah, no international exchange. They're good how at all. How to move that. cash? Yeah, yeah. Keep things on the down low without you know tax shelters. I'm sure the Peruvian blow college that he graduated from was golden. In fact, I think probably half the reason he's got the downs is because his folks were so blasted out of their brains on the Peruvian cha-cha that they, uh, you know, they, they didn't make a full kit. That said. He's got a bachelor's degree in shaman. Yeah, look. He takes people up to Machu Picchu. Right. Yeah, well, he's bouncing the, uh, He's never, he's nonstop. He's all energy. What is the stuff you take to cleanse your body? Our buddy, uh, Jim Wilson. They oh. go on that journey they purge their body oh yeah you got to get the uh well you got to get rid of the uh all the stuff that's in there and that's the sodium nitrate or is that right the stuff that i drink when i want to lose a couple pounds it's kind of but it's more of a it's like a healthy ritual practice cocaine is what it's called (laughs) you take cocaine you get to machu picchu you look around and you go but yeah i mean look brady you'd never be impressed that you know you're hiring a ceo at boss sauce and I graduated from peruvian university oh great do you speak english clearly to you see yeah i think everybody should be on board this the downs council it's the model un it's what they do in high school they put high school kids in give them the same things that these other politicians are dealing with and see how the kids would handle it without any knowledge of how it's been handled you know you give them scenarios that are similar and you see if it comes out the same downs council i bet you would be just as good but they don't live long as far as I know, I'm not a doctor, but I've never seen like a 70-year-old Downs. So I don't think you could have, like, they, I don't know that they'll ever really get to That's good, 35 because, you to know, president. You think about people in the White House and the Senate floor, they're 90-plus years old, just like Biden, yeah. president. They're you don't later, have to worry yeah. about term limits on some of right. this well, stuff. So what you're saying is the Downs, if they ever point. make it to presidential minimums, 
are in their latter years. So it's just like Biden and Trump. It's an excellent point. I don't know. If there's a Downsy out there that's like, like Corky's got to be close to 50 plus, right? I'm going to look it up. I was looking up the oldest Corky Because right? Corky yeah, and I are about the same age, if I'm not mistaken. Chris, no, this guy made it to 87. Or this, this chick made it to 87 with well, Downs. there you yeah. go. We don't have to worry about that. Run your Downs today. 79. That's it. Adam K says, I've already got a campaign slogan for a Downs. Getting Downs to business. That's exactly right. Uh, that's it. Says, John, I can see it now. First president with Downs elected. Effective immediately. Jelly beans as America's new currency. Brady, of course, would be thrilled because someone with Downs, just like him, is in charge of the free world. Chris Burke, 58. Yeah. The next step, Brady gets to meet the president with Downs and convince him that boss sauce is also currency. <laughs> I'm excited thinking about these meetings. Signed, Christian. Yeah. It changes everything to be a happier place. It's not a bad idea. <laughs> White House Down, starring Shane Gillis. <laughs> it's great. It's really good. Yeah, no one Happier ever says... times. This is a good point. The lady says, apologies for dolphins. She goes, you know, John, no one ever says when they're wrong. And you were right. My friends called me the worst names for not getting the COVID vaccine. Said I was a murderer. Couldn't go to their houses. Two years later, they've had COVID so many times uh, with all the vaccines, and I've never even had it. Never got sick. And no one ever says, I'm sorry for treating you poorly. They knew I was right. Corky for president. Yeah, Julie, I'm with you. <laughs> no, let's not bring the vaccine into this. That's no fun. There we go. Yeah, here we go. That's, that's another tunnel. Yeah, that's a, that's a different animal. <laughs> Brady would be this guy's, uh, he says you could get Brady to do that job where you go and talk to the press. The press secretary. The press secretary. Yeah, the Downs guy has you as the spokesperson. It's perfect. Oh. The guy can barely string a sentence together. Line it up. All right, Sodium, who's got a question? Sodium citrate. I'm sorry, I'm right. Sodium nitrate. Get colon blow fluid right. You're right. It's sodium citrate. Yeah, I got frustrated by that. So don't jug that other one he was talking about. I wish, I wish that would happen in life, and I'm guilty of it, I'm sure, in several different ways. Is when uh, you do something and you seem to be the only, you seem to be the Don Quixote of something. And I feel like I was the Don Quixote for those dolphins. I know there were other people, but I, I kind of had a platform at the time when they stuffed those dolphins in the earth over there in the Indian Reservation. <laughs> and I was like, this can't be good. And I felt like I was charging into these windmills. I sat in meetings, and not even in our building. I sat in meetings listening to people tell me how good it's going to be. And I'm like, I'm just against it. I just don't think dolphins belong in the desert. Oh, we have them at SeaWorld in Ohio. I'm like, this isn't SeaWorld. And I still don't think SeaWorld, SeaWorld caved, finally. Steve-O was the one who finally he climbed in up Aurora, on Aurora, Ohio. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, you, you, you shouldn't be doing that either. I, I don't like that either. And then they said the thing, uh, they yelled at me and said, well, that's fine. And we'll never, ever, and they tried to buy me. You'll never, ever get advertising dollars from us. I'm like, I'm sorry that you feel that way, but you have a right to that opinion, too. Just cut, fast forward three years later, you got dolphins belly up in that, soup over there that they were making and never once did they say hey we need to have a meeting and tell that guy we're, we're sorry they really tried to make me feel horrible for it no way i want to talk to those dolphin people are they even employed anymore i wonder if the dolphin the dolphin the people who what brett dolphins the, the to the desert big, are still jobbed the only thing i mean one of the things i wasn't a big fan of is it was more about you know 
coming out and swimming with the dolphins. That I don't, you know. I don't care about any of that. It should have I never do. been in Arizona. Well, outside. They were allowed in the pool outside. And they started turning colors. And they said, well, they're depressed. Depressed? They're burning up in that soup, that desert water. They're depressed. Get something, something. Check out Homework's Morning Sickness Podcast at 98kupd.com. Homework's Morning Sickness. Hey, the Diamondbacks play in a covered field. Exactly. I mean, then they should be in a covered, you Why, know, Why, Brett? Aquarium. Because people yeah. shouldn't stand out right. in that and exert themselves. It's dangerous. And we're surface dwellers. Dolphins aren't. Uh, I'm still mad about the dolphin thing. And the only thing I'm <laughs> mad about is that somebody needs to come to me and say, hey, I was one of the guys that was coming down on you pretty hard, threatening to pull money out of the station because you said that thing about the dolphins. And I was wrong. So here's money. That's all I want. A guy to just hand me a check saying I was wrong. <laughs> and, be better. and I'm sure I'm guilty of that, telling people, like, that's ah, not going to work, and crapping on them and not getting behind it and watch that thing skyrocket. But I would be the first to say I was, I was not behind this. And look at it. So tip of the cap, they, they pulled it off. If the dolphin adventure was still going on and they were thriving and we found out that dolphins do great in the desert, I would be the first one to say that's But You know what I was wrong about? Uh, the trains. Uh, I really was against the way that they uh, – the, the transit downtown, the, the light rail. Yeah. Because I thought, okay, we need this light rail thing. I think it's a good idea. But what the big sell was, if you remember, was that they were silent – they don't make noise. And I'm like, we need those things clinging and clanging and screaming the whole time. Silent death. <laughs> Silent death, I called the trains. We're, and I said, I said it. Mark my words. The people from all over this country moved to Phoenix with their driving skills. Nobody's going to do well with trains that just show up quietly all over our roads. I thought for sure we'd have 100,000 dead in the first five years. We adapted to that beautifully. I was way off. I mean, electric cars. I mean, when they're backing up, that's yeah. when the noise happens. But they're, I, I still think sometimes they're pretty scary. That, like, well, oh I've, had them, I've had them sneak by me before on my bike. And I'm like, <laughs> like, oh my, I would have moved right in front of that. I, yeah. I've been on right by Aunt Chilada's on Dreamy Draw, heading towards the mountain, enjoying my day. Got a little royal blood going on the phone, sitting on the handlebars, you know, losing my mind singing and <laughs> just blaze. <laughs> and my stomach drops. I'm like, I'm going to get killed by that. I thought for sure the silent death. Tra- so I should go down and tell people, hey, Me- Valley Metro, and all- you did a good job with silent death. I thought for sure you'd be running folks over like crazy. So far, so good. It, there's a, there's a the growth. We here. didn't have it like I thought. I honestly thought they'd have to shut the program down for a little bit too, and put bells on it. Like They put bells on cows because <laughs> we'll get run over by cows if they don't. We have to have bells on them. No, we didn't. And I got to hand it to whoever the guy's in the front driving a train. Now, there's another thing. I'm not sure that guy does a lot. You know, Waymo's drive without people. These trains would be just fine without a dude in the front just going, because I think that's all he does. I'm, I'm not sure. Maybe it's like Waymo. They, they only need them for so long, then the train can be solo because they've does gotten rid of the people in the does Waymo. It, it's on, like, it's tied to cables. It's on the ground. It only has one place to go. Is it we because need it's created jobs? He's watching Jerkmate up there. In the <laughs> in the <cab. laughs> I don't know about that. Eight seconds, you know, between stops. I, I, you know, He's that's watching. if you and I were doing it, Brett. If we had downtime drive, like, well, if yeah. I had a Tesla, I'd be Jerkmate in a lot. <laughs> and in fact, I think that's why most guys buy a Tesla. Beat off on their way to work a couple of times. 
Brett, you and I would. If Brady was an engineer and you and I were engineers, we'd come in all, you know, we'd look coated. Oh, yeah. And he'd be crystal clean in his little engineer suit and the hat would never hat, have yeah. no speck of dirt at all. Overalls on. And- whoop, whoop. <laughs> Another successful day on the rails, boys. Why are you guys all covered in Krispy Kreme? <laughs> <laughs> the train does all the work. You'd be an idiot to steer it. It does? What? <laughs> hoot, hoot, everyone out of Brady's way. Here comes the train. Yeah, Brady would be a diligent engineer just thinking that he's getting that thing for I think the train Keeping people safe. Pretty sure the trains do it themselves. Now, I don't know, though, for sure. So a train engineer, you could email me and go, I do quite a bit up there. Like, go and stop. I'm like, that's pretty much your job. Like, just stop. Keep the cars clean after the people uh, get off. I, I, wonder I, if I haven't been on for a It's actually, I got to hand it to that, too. The light rail is a pretty solid... I've ridden it a few times, and some people are... I think people want it to be like the New York subway... And it's not. Yeah. It's it's pretty nice. It's, you get on there, and it's like, this is pretty good. You'll occasionally have some loopy some lunatic will jump on. dude with a sword that gets up. But he, that could happen anywhere. And you have to realize it takes some, you know, there's time involved because there's multiple stops. People think it's just a direct shot down there. You know, like if you're going to the uh, a Diamondbacks game. The yeah, downtown oh. one, there's like 10 stops before you get... Before I had uh, the H&H Ranch apartment, I used to go to Suns games, and I would park on Central at a restaurant I liked. I'm not going to give up the game because it was a great little spot right by it. And I'd pop over to the light rail and scooch in from Central on – it was great. Yeah. I loved riding that thing. And it got you back to that. It's lickety split. You don't even have that many stops. I think it's – but I thought for sure it would kill everyone. They said – and it's also deadly silent. And I'm like, that's going to kill – all of us. If we can't hear it, bells, whistles, song, like Rick Astley just playing nonstop. On the, the train needed to announce itself. They didn't. They went with the silent one. And I got to say, so far so good. I mean, we've, we're going to trains are going to hit anybody no matter what. Somebody, even with the bells and the whistles and the Rick Astley, somebody's going to get hit by a train. That's just going to happen. But the drivers of them, they do stop real good. But I think that's all they do. I wouldn't. I mean, I wouldn't go on a ride along with the train engineer. Oh, boring. <laughs> Thank you. See, yeah. that's why. Because it's like, what do you do? I hit this button here for go. And then uh, that little line either is uh, straight up and down or it's uh, it, there's. I call it stoppy goey. One is horizontal. One is vertical. And if it's vertical, I get to scooch through. And if it's not, I have to hit this button here, which says stop. Huh? And I check in with Lou at the end of the train. Caboose. Yeah. See how things are going back there. Yeah, there dude's there in the back. <laughs> they still have. They, a lot of times they'll have a back engine. Well, I think too. that's for when it goes the other way. Or it goes, it's a push the, me pull. Yeah, yeah he's got to jump yeah, off. And I think he gets out and goes to the front because it's got to go. There's only one track. I don't think they they don't. Now ever, I've noticed they don't even have the they they rarely have the caboose anymore. No, it's like not. Well, those aren't engine. caboose trains. No, but, yeah, but they'd but always the have ones? back engines and yeah. This thing is front front thing, and then the guy gets out when he gets to the end of the line, and then gets to the other side and drives it back. Yeah, it's a push me pull me. It's the truth. And then the guy would be like, this one's for stoppies and this one's for goies. I'm like, well, what do you do in your downtime? Well, jerk mate. That's <laughs> right. I go to this thing called letsdoit.com, and uh, the girls are classier. Not a lot of fake cans. I'm not into that. I like an all-natural. Uh, so I watch that between, like, uh, well, the longest stop is between Lexington, uh, kind of over there by the uh, the Indian Museum, all the way up to Camelback. I can get a good tug in on that one. Oh, all right. <laughs> then sometimes I have to hit the stoppy button. All right, we're going. We're on Camelback. You guys, uh, you have 30 seconds. You're going to if you play this game right now on Chatterbait. Even the dudes running the Polar Express and Flagstaff have some downtime. 
I can't imagine that train engineering's that tough. Just straight. I know they go to school for it and stuff, but then you see the people who do it, and it's like, ah. Like, you know, in movies, I guess that's the only time I've ever seen real train engineers. They're always just like kind of the... Just the hillbillies yeah, up there. Yeah, they kind of just look like guys that you wouldn't trust to drive with yeah. a steering wheel. It's like, put, keep it on its track. Your one job is not fall off of this. And hit something that, that you know, maybe it detects, but you got, I got a half mile to break. That car's not making it. <laughs> right. Ooh, yeah. Just oh, those for, big boy trains. Yeah. I, that's, there's some work there, but. Hey, got to hand it to him. I thought Silent Death was. So I'll, I'll do my part there and admit that I was wrong about Silent Death, killing hundreds of thousands of Phoenicians and visitors every single year. Wrong. So there. Now, dolphin people, show up with your check and tell me I was right because that's something that you never have done. <laughs> this guy says, listen to you, John. They tried to buy you and you stuck to your conviction. A big deal today. I worry about when you retire and the last few voices of reason is gone. That scares me, too. That's almost worse than having a Downs uh, politician is that I'm a voice of reason because I'm an idiot. Modern day is so weird. You got South Park, Joe Rogan, and you. <laughs> yeah, you wouldn't, who would have guessed that 20 years ago that the people making more sense than anything are Joe Rogan and South Park. They really kind of encapsulate how we're all feeling. Anyway, no dolphins in the desert. And what did they put there? Like a little lunch place. It's nice. The butterflies are still The strong. butterfly exhibit was its yep. own thing. And what did they do with the butterflies? They kept them inside. They were bright enough to say they should stay inside. This guy said, uh, is this the train driver? The cabbie from <laughs> yeah. Total Recall? That's <laughs> the cabbie from <laughs> Right. And that's what I kind of think you could do. I don't know, though. I'm speaking out of school. I would like to be educated on it. A train conductor for the light rail? I don't know that you do a lot. He says, uh, I happen to know from fact that they hire all Down Syndrome people to run the trains, and that's why they're so efficient. (laughs) It's a wild responsibility. They feel like they've got to really dig in on. That's a fact. Yeah, I don't. uh, It's a weird time. It's a weird space to be in, but I am here for the laughs, and that's really all I care about. And we need them more than ever. And And the first story I see today is that Phoenix is talking about bringing Amtrak back to town. From Tucson, so they're going to drag the train from Tucson. Because there used to be that. Oh, yeah. Is there still the stop um, in downtown? I don't know if the the building's even there. I think it just morphed into something else. I used to have to pick my grandparents up uh, every January. They'd come visit us from Chicago. If they didn't drive their, my grandpa's Ford F-250 with two cots and a cap in the back through winter. My grandpa was an airline mechanic in World War II. He worked in a steel mill, but he, he, he worked on airplanes in World War II. And from that day forward, he never flew again. And that's what you always say. Like, I never get. He never. I never, I'll never get on one of those. I'm like, why? And he goes, the way we used to fix them. And I'm like, really? Now again, this is 1943, and he's trying to, you know, patch together a plane to get it back up in the air to kill Nazis. That was he's, his job. And their mechanics are putting planes together back then that we've lost 15,000 right. people training. They were falling out of the sky like nobody's business, and he's like, and it scared him. It, it sparked the fear of flying, and I mean, he never did it. So, so safer to him was to hop into a two-wheel drive Ford pickup with a cap on the back and traverse from Chicago to Arizona in January, which a lot of the times they did like just spin outs and like slept on the sides of roads and snow banks and but sometimes they'd take the train, and I would have to go pick them up at the train station. And that was no place for a child. That Like, I was 20 years old or 21 picking up grandparents. That train station was, whew, 
that had some people at it. So we'd have to gussy Does up the train. Does it make sense? Does it help Amtrak at all? Because I've always heard Amtrak has never, it's always been a money yeah. loser. We took Amtrak to uh, from uh, Albuquerque to Chicago once because everybody said it would be beautiful and we're supposed to get our own car and didn't. And my sister got encephalitis, which is a like brain disorder. I think she still has it. <laughs> and uh, she had like a fever of 103 degrees. Yes. And uh, fell down on the train, walking back to our seats. Behind the back row of seats, she fell You're down. Like, Christmas is going to be good this oh, year. Oh, yeah. I thought I was, yeah, I'm going to get all the presents. She's gone. Yes, something, something. Check out Homework's Morning Sickness Podcast at 98kupd.com. Homework's Morning Sickness. And then my mom. I remember I didn't feel well, so I started to come down with the flu. And it wasn't because of the train. We were just sick. Kids get sick. And then uh, my mom's like, your sister's not back yet. I'm worried. And she got up and <laughs> in the behind the train thing, laying behind the seats was my sister. And there was a, g- a guy laying on her. <laughs> I'm he, sorry about yeah, your sister. Yeah, he claimed to have fallen down too. What yeah. is that? It's hilarious, Brady. They all were closed. Any up. other questions after that? Oh, no, oh I, can I help I you? I think up, my mom sir? did the 80s. Get the f- off of her. Like, I fell down. Like, oh my God. And my sister's like, what? She's seeing spots and unicorns and stuff because her temperature's so high and we're on a train. What's wrong, lady? She's in first class now. <laughs> right. <laughs> so then we got her back to the seat and nobody said a word. Dude fell down on her. He wasn't like humping or anything. He yeah. was just laying on top of my sister. It's <laughs> still funny. Thirty-five years ago, hilarious. <laughs> yep, she just tumbled. And again, I remind you, my sister's nickname in fourth grade was Mother Jugs. So she was probably uh, this one. She probably was like a thirteen. Uh, so one of the Chris Valenzuelas were uh, traveling I, I with know. you guys, I, or what? I don't know the origin of the man. <laughs> I actually think it was just was some, he a gardener. <laughs> he could have been your your uncle's. He's just laying with her. I don't think anything happened. Maybe. That's what my dad said. Yeah, but this one was different because at least it's hetero. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that. Yours is so gay. <laughs> when your uncle laid with that guy. You guys had double secrets on that one. But Same age, too. Just I about. mean, maybe the guy did some handling, but I don't think he was on her long enough to be a problem. I think he actually may have fallen down and then gone, oh, <laughs> Nice Ooh, little, nice little landing spot. These oh giant can't. All right, I'll go. You know, I don't want to say to you like you live in Pollyanna's world. I'm pretty sure, dude grabbed her <laughs> a few times. There's no question that he was squeezing those. She was out. She was out. And you know what else? Now, now that I'm thinking back on it, not a soul on Amtrak at the time was like, we need to pull over and help her out. No, no doctor. Nobody ever made. Is there a doctor on the train? Because we knew doctors would be in planes. Here's a Sprite and some aspirin. Yeah, they basically get at the bar. And you didn't, nobody came by to help. And she was just laying back there for a minute or two. And then we went back and a dude was on her. Not, yeah, it was weird. And there's more space behind the train seats. Like there was room for him to lay down next to her and stuff. Oh, man, people falling like crazy. Train wasn't moving enough to have people falling down. But she fell down because she passed out, like from her brain disease. And and we didn't know she had, yeah, we didn't know she had encephalitis until we got back home. But it was bad. It was like a mosquito bite. It's a horse equine encephalitis. It sucked some disease out of a horse and stuffed it in my sister. 
And she got some Did she disease. get bit by a fly or a uh, mosquito? Maybe a mosquito. Don't yeah. know. She had brain encephalitis and uh, knocked out on a, on a train. So when I see that Amtrak's coming to Tucson, I'm like, we should probably do a little family trip again, see if we can recreate that moment. <laughs> Pour water on her brain, push her down. <laughs> Haven't seen you in a while. <laughs> I bought you a train ticket. I bet you you're triggered by that. You might have repressed this memory, but someday it'll come back. You're going to think of that dude laying on top of you on the Amtrak somewhere around Kansas City. <laughs> Just flying, too. When that thing got going, it got scary. You don't feel real... Did you like it? No. Not at all. It took forever. And as a kid... Because it, there were oh, so many stops? You stop constantly, yeah. and then traffic, and you get into cities, and you're going like one mile an hour. You're like, this is brutal. And they're sleeping. We were supposed to have sleeper cars. We didn't get them. We were just sitting in, like, coach, basically. That must have made it worse. It I'm was divorced, brutal. Yeah. And so, yeah. But as a kid, I was, like, enjoying it. But I, all I remember was it just felt like every once in a while they'd just gas it to see what this baby could do. <laughs> and you'd hit some clearances, and you're like, we're flying. And not, you know, train flying's like 50 miles yeah. an hour. You feel like you're going 1,000 because it's just rocking. And, like, jumping around, and like, this doesn't feel smooth or safe in any way at all. And then when they'd slow down to a reasonable pace, you'd be like, this is nice. Like, it's kind of neat. And you see, you know, the train tracks are never in places like you drive. And they're by roads, but it's, it's it, whoops, it's pretty much the same as, like, yeah, a those, country those, uh, Those, like, Euro trains are Those things motor. Smooth. Yeah, this was not. This was, again, it was the 80s, so it was, like, still on the old-timey train tracks. I bet they'd probably Are they still, um, well, one guy was really... Talking about putting that bullet train in too. Yeah, they keep talking about that too. It's it's uh, I'd, I'd ride that, but yeah, the Amtrak thing coming back and forth. I mean, right now they just want to do it to Tucson. But if you gave me a a, a, a zippy train line up to Vegas, I think that would be a fun trip. We need to drink the entire time. Somebody else is driving. You don't have to worry about renting a car when you get there. You just two hours probably. Uh, on maybe a, less than that. On a, yeah. like if it was a. Depends on how the train depends on the angle because the problem with a train is they have to find all the cities in between to make it worth their time, you know, because it, yeah. it, if Are it's there enough a, yeah. people coming out, there's a definite chunk coming out of Phoenix. Right. It couldn't be a super long every week people train to Vegas all the time and just one stop back and forth. They'd have to go to like Baghdad and Flagstaff and then move over to Williams and King. Like, you'd probably stop like eight or nine times. It would probably take just as long to drive. But that, when Barack said he wanted to do it, he wanted to do that super highway in a yeah. train. I'm like, I went on that. Just a quick, they were going to call it Highway 11 and just shoot it right up to Vegas. Just a straight shot. But we already kind of have that. It's just a cruddy road. But yeah, if we bring trains back. But I think I could be an engineer. I'm, I'm for that. So long as it's not dolphin trains in the desert. Again, I want my money for that. I want money from the dolphin people. And all the times that people are right right, and the people who yelled at them are wrong, they need to that's a that's that would fix almost everything. Uh, was that Randall Bird or Nathan Sutherland on your train to land on top of your sister? Yeah, they were quick back then. They, she couldn't have been down for more than a minute or so. And dude uh, we don't know where he came from. Because when my mom said, Get up, get off of her. Oh, I fell down. And then he gets up and then into that door between the cars and then into another car. And I don't know that my mom... would have been scary if Dan was the one who rolled up on it. Dan wasn't on the train. Yeah. That guy would have been oh, he'd dismembered. Have been dead. He'd have been... Dan yeah. let you guys go on a train by yourselves? Yeah. You? Dan stuck Marcy and the kids on a train because, uh, if I remember right, 
someone in his family uh, was about to die. So we were leaving, and he flew from, I think he flew from Indianapolis to Pennsylvania, and we went from in, uh, from Joliet, Illinois, ugh, all the way to Phoenix on the train because we had return tickets. My dad had to, he didn't take the train. Genius. <laughs> It was brutal. That train ride was rough. Got rid of them for a couple of days. Yeah. But yeah, you're right. If my dad was on that train and found some dudes laying on top of his daughter, I was training for the future. That's all that guy ever found with her. Another guy on her. <laughs> Every time he'd go in the room, there was a dude. Who are you? Hi. My name's Kent. Get off of her. God damn it. I wasn't laying on top of her. I think she's sick, sir. I was keeping her warm. I've heard that song and dance 20 times this month. <laughs> It happens, but what are you going to do? Anyway, just letting you know, if you're thinking about bringing dolphins in or the train, I'll, I'll be the first to comment on it. But Down Syndrome presidents, and it's, we need to go down this road. This guy said, I took Amtrak from Flagstaff to San Diego once, and it took 18 hours. <laughs> they oh, said <laughs> what? The cell is the... Because so many stops? Well, yeah. It's got to be. And sometimes it, the train just stops working. But that was the olden times. But yeah, that was the times back, like when they'd sell you on the trip being scenic. And there is a lot of that. Like, there's a lot of stuff you're like, this is beautiful. We went through Colorado. It was gorgeous. Like, you climb mountains for no reason. It seems like it could have gone around them. But we went through these passes. It was beautiful. But it took forever. That train hated climbing mountains. Like, the worst thing it could do is go on an angle up. Wasn't fat. We were five miles an hour through the Rockies, and it's like, couldn't they have built this around them? But the draw was, you're going to see stuff you can't see otherwise. It was beautiful. And if I remember it, we had to get off after that ride and get on another train that didn't do that anymore. It just went straight down the highway. Yeah, we took a couple of scenic ones, and that's supposedly that sunset one up to, is it uh, up along the coast? That's supposed to be really pretty, too. But I don't want to need your own car, though. That, that yeah. coach oh, yeah. stuff. No, you can't, you can't sit coach in a train. Yeah, it's scary. Anyway, I hope you all eventually get to ride on a train and no one ever lays on top of you. If you ever meet my sister, ask her, say, hey, that guy ever, uh, a guy laying on you on the train, and then watch your eyes start to spin. I guess you're going to bring up a repressed memory. What was he, gra- he, he, thinking back on that, that dude. And how quick was he? Did he have a red or blue aura? Almost a tip of the cap that he saw my sister walk by once and thought, man, if she goes down, I'm getting on her. <laughs> like he had to know because she he was so fast to get down into that spot. Oh, one down. Or he legitimately <laughs> knocked her down or uh, he fell. I can't imagine. But he had eyes on her. But he had to see her. Had some cocktails, maybe. It was Could be. Nappy and one stumble, and he's down. Or maybe on her way down, my sister like uh, hallucinated and looked at him and went, I want you so bad, and then just hit the ground. <laughs> and he's like, where does it to go? Well, yeah, I was laying on top of her. Supposedly, I've always told the story in the past that he fell down because that's what I was told. But the more I think about it, that didn't happen. That dude was groping hard. And if I still chatted with my sister, I'd ask her, I'm like, that dude in the train was on top of you when you were sick. Where were his hands? Huh? You need to see a therapist. And and clearly, she needs to give you those little vibrating handles and bring back some memories. Now, yeah, I got some questions. And then my mom. Now I got questions for my mom. Why didn't you do anything about that? It was just a minute. It wasn't that long. Because we heard the, we heard the, the tumbling. 
And then we realized that, like, less than a minute later, that might be her. Oh, that dude was that quick? Yes. Whoa. I mean, he was... I didn't see... I saw feet. Because my mom got up, so I did the kid hanging his head over the edge, look down the aisle thing. And I just saw a lot of feet. <laughs> like, two of my sister's feet, and then two strange feet. <laughs> Behind, I want to... God, now that time machine comes into play again. I need to go back to that moment and find out what really happened. Maybe my sister was slutting around on the train. And she tried to get that guy to give her the goods right there. I don't know if she was not feeling well. You don't know that. <clears throat> Nothing stopped her. <laughs> She's like a no moving train. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, now, I, now I want to go back in time and remember that clearly. <laughs> Nothing stopped her. I hate that. Yeah, she was a moving train. Guess something, something. Check out Homework's Morning Sickness Podcast at 98kupd.com. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. I hate the uh, I hate the lies that my family told me that I've carried through life and now don't make sense anymore. That's one of them. He just fell down on top of your sister. Yeah. They were playing leapfrog and he couldn't make it over. Like, oh, I see what was going on. <laughs> he tried like 35 times. Right. Why is she soaking wet? Oh, it's just he was sweating. Because you would because you feel that you're being lied to. You are being lied to. Yeah. Okay, so you wouldn't do that. What do you mean? I'm saying if that that situation downplay it a little bit for your get like if you were the parent now, fast forward and it's your kid seeing what you saw. And somebody laid down on top of my sister yeah. or my daughter. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think I'd lie about that. I think it'd be like, let's kill that guy. Well, she's Well, yeah. yeah. That's what I'm saying. Dan would react differently. Right. So I think I'd react that way. I don't think I'd be like, get off of her. And then just everybody back to their seats. Nothing happened here. And then tell the kid, I think he just fell down. She was just avoiding a conflict. Oh, I would definitely lie to save my own bacon. But Well, it's kind of protecting your kids in a way. I'm saying, you know, if it was a traumatic experience, we want you to be right. able to get over it. But that's the point of a traumatic yeah. experience. But if, if they kept asking questions about it, that's one thing. And but we've learned, Brady, taking it down the road. over the years. That smashing traumatic experiences into boxes and not telling the truth about them rears its ugly head later in life. It can. It yep. almost always does. So you have to be very careful with like, oh, slight rape on a train? Let's just act like that didn't happen and tell everybody this. Because then later it's, your brain's going to start making sense of it if you're a thinking man. Like, wait a second. I was sold a bill of goods here. Shouldn't we be fixing that so it doesn't yeah. come out in some sort of a Walmart rage? Yeah. Yeah, that's the old way of doing things. This way. It is. Oh, traumatic they, experience? They, Ignore it. Make something up. That's the old or way. Or the man. guy leaves town. Who's that? Or fire oh, yeah, they saying like teachers back out. in right. the day. And yeah, well, what the Catholic Church was great we'll at. We'll relocate like, him. Oh, you found it? All right, we'll just move him. Yep. If he's out of sight, he's out of mind. Sorry you raped all your family and stuff, but you tell them that uh, it's okay. And then look what happens. We had a bunch of people who can't cope with anything in life later. And that kind of is probably why my sister lives in an outer realm of fantasy. That's very possible. It could have it could have been stemmed from that Amtrak tumble. She's a healer. <laughs> right. She, she, what, I mean, her, that's what she wants to do. I don't know what she wants to do. Yeah. I don't know if she's healing anything. Or feels she heals. Uh, whatever. Nobody's a healer. Yeah. It's, it's not 1310. Nobody heals with their hands. Doctors, medicine, that heals. Somebody that touches you doesn't heal you. You're already healing. 
They just rub stuff. Oh, that feels nice. Thank you. I've healed you. If that were true, just lay hands on me, Jesus. Yeah, thanks, Benny Hinn. <laughs> yeah, Benny Hinn's a healer. He's been quiet. He's dead. Well, that makes he sense did? then. <laughs> <laughs> that shut him up. <laughs> Where's the slaying of the spirit now? Yeah, it should be yeah. back. <laughs> yeah, why can't he just bonk himself on the head on his deathbed and get better? Ah, oh, yeah, because he's nothing. Uh, anyway, seven seventeen. What do you got on the big board of musical treats there, Bert? <laughs> Don't fall down on a train is the message. Today. All right, Wake Up Song brought to you by Action Ride Shop. Time to get the. Uh, it's time to head up north and uh, get those snowboards and skis ready to go. And the place to do that is Action Ride Shop to get you a full tune up, or if you need any of the gear or accessories, or if you've never done it before, like me, I've never snowboarded. I want to do that, but I don't want to make the big investment and go in there and rent all the gear you need to get on up there. So I wish I'd have done that because I bought a snowboard. Uh, and all the gear, and the very first time yeah. I snowboarded, I dug the front end of the board into the ground and spun my ankles off. Yeah, I'm done. And now I had this expensive snowboard. I went yeah. one more time, and that was when I got pulled over, and a cop pulled a gun on me because he thought I was going to shoot him. <laughs> yeah, it's a long story. My snowboarding adventures are not good ones. But, it, but that's it the best fun. That's the best place to go, though, an action yeah. ride shop. They're going to take care of you and get you on the right direction. But uh, there we go. I would like that. To... I, you know what? Now that we are buddies with Josh and the guys yeah. up there, I think it would be fun for I, I would ruin his day, though. To go up and help me learn how to do it again. Nah, he's good that way. Because I've done it. A, I've done it a couple times since. Didn't like it, and then my snowboard got stolen. I I told him the same thing. He goes, no, we'll go up, and then you know, after a while, I'll go take the hard runs, yeah. and you you can. You well, know, that's how you know. I my friend Joe took. You can't learn on a bunny hill, and he took me to the hardest one. I don't think he can just learn fall that down either. the hole. Yeah, you can. You learn real hard not to fall. <laughs> how to fall? You, you learn <laughs> immediately not to dig the front of the board in because it'll crack your ankles off. Maybe we should do that this I did it. Yeah. Let's get Josh to take us up there. Benny Hinn's 71 still alive. Is he still alive? I thought he was dead. He says He's only 71 million. Wow. Benny Hill's only... Se- Benny, Benny Hinn. Benny Hinn is only Benny 71. <laughs> Benny Hill is older than that. He's dead. I thought he died. He and his giant hairdo. Huh. Well, then I wonder why he is quiet. I wish he was gone. Uh, nice. On the list, uh, Disturbed, Slipknot, Stained, Deftones, Sepultura, Rammstein, Volbeat, Slipknot... Papa Roach, Metallica. They've been requesting that Ramstein pretty consistently. Yeah, this guy's been hitting the song up for, I don't know that one, but. Firefly? Great song. I don't remember it. Bang, bang. I don't remember it. We'll play it. That's a great great song. Another guy emails and said, John, I went to Dobson High School three years after you. You were the only one talking about Father Dale back then. That's right. I should get some money for that, too. Everybody called me crazy. Boy, quiet, John Wolf. I sat with the vice principal. I think it was the vice principal. It was Jake Rowland. He had gigantic jowls. I don't know why you got a mouth off about that man. He's a good man. I'm like, why is there a priest on a public school campus? What do you care? Why is he here? What do you care? And there was this big argument. I'm like, why is he here? He has no business on this campus. Talking to the kids about where they need to go, especially people like me. He's a good man. I don't care. Why is he here? And then more people would come in because Father Dale was wielding influence over who made the baseball team. He got away with upset. everything. Oh, my God. The guy got away with everything. And then he said that thing to my my friend Andy, asking him if he lets his girlfriend Tanya tug on his wang. And I said, he shouldn't be talking why about that. Why do you that. care? No, I said that. I said, why, why in the world did you let him tell? Oh, he's the priest. It's okay. I'm supposed to tell him everything. I'm like, you are? He seemed like kind of pervertedly curious about that. And in a parking lot, I understand in a confession booth, but in a parking lot? Why is he asking in front of somebody who just met me? 
When you told me that. Yeah, you told I'm me, like, oh, you're oh, lying. You're lying. No, I'm I didn't like, say yeah, that. You told me. He I'm didn't like, say that. You misunderstood. I, he said it just like that. Because I was used to it. Everybody going, that didn't happen. I'm like, okay, you'll see. And sure enough, a couple years later, everybody started to come forward. And I still wonder why, after meeting me, he never asked me if I masturbated. He never cared about me. He just wanted to know if the very attractive Andy and his very attractive girlfriend, Tanya, tugged on each other. And he did it in a weird way, in a dress. Again, I don't understand the Catholic religion. They're the first ones to start talking about how much they hate transvestites. And they're wearing dresses while they scream about it. Doesn't make any sense. The dude they idolize more than anybody, that pope. It's about as tranny as it gets. Big hat. Got a nice wardrobe. (laughs) Got a nice ride. Tons of great looking ride. Loads of uh, jewels you got to smooch. He's actually kind of a pimp. That nice ride. He's got all those rings on and everything. If it was a if it was a robe with him. If that was a robe, I'd give it to you. He doesn't even go to like Hillary Clinton's pantsuits. That dude's in a dress. (laughs) Catholics don't like hearing that. He's in a dress, and then you guys are like, "These transvestites and." Drag story hours. Got them like drag story hours every Sunday by the church. If you ask me, I watch those guys come out. Ones in red, ones in white, and ones in black. Well, they have they they do have pants and a shirt on. They put those. You don't know that. Over. You don't know that. Uh, <laughs> oh, do you? Yeah. The one that lifted it up and said, "Today I'm wearing pants." <laughs> that doesn't seem weird to you. <laughs> oh, you had pants yeah. on. Oh, you're wearing pants this time. They're not always in pants. We'd help. Uh, I had to help Father Barrett. Dress. With his clothes on? Yeah, oh, the, uh, my God. We're talking but repressed the, memories now. He's in his uh, shirt and pants. <laughs> right, because he just put them on. And you're dizzy. And probably. I don't know where they got those seminary black shoes. They all had the same shoes. Brady, you should stop talking to me and immediately go to a psychiatrist on why you were dressing the priest. But then I'd always get a Snickers and a Coke if I did this. <laughs> now that my pants are back on, will you help me put my dress on, little boy? I'm dizzy. That's because you swallowed so much Anyway, here's my dress. He's wearing pants today. He fell down and Bunny caught the priest on top of him. <laughs> I fell over on your little boy. It hurt, but I, the, the power of the Lord protected me from falling any further. And then he pushed me across the floor. He's wearing pants. I saw under his dress. None of that's weird. Think about choirs then, too. Man. We're all in dresses. Why are you dressing the priest? You put the, uh, before no, it goes out to do the mass. Yeah, you, you can help do that. A lot of times, um, Boy. if if he uh, <laughs> I'm needs help with it, but most of the time they dress, um, put it on themselves. Right. Unless but you're there's in the, a boy uh, in there. You're in there, uh, you know, prepping some of the stuff, me and the other My altar boy. My stomach is churning with the idea of having a little boy dress a man. It's it's yeah. not like that. Yeah, that's what all the kids it's who got thing. raped said until their memories came back. I'm going to sit down with you. We're going to talk to some people. I know some good people. One thing, you're always in charge of the zipper. That's the only thing. That's right. Oh, will you help me put my dress on? No, said the average boy. Sure, I'll dress you. The Pope oh. is kind of a pimp, though. I mean, Pope's got like, some pimp stuff. I mean, look, I mean, he's he's the got shawl. his drip on. He's wearing his dress, but he's <laughs> actually auctioning off his Lamborghini back in 2018. The Pope has a Lamborghini, Have for God's sake. Have you seen the Vatican? It's Man, worth oh, $20 oh, trillion. Dollars. I'm saying. Yeah. He did. He's even like, damn, Damn, Pope. (laughs) If you had a pantsuit on, he ain't wearing pants under that, Brady. He is freeballing like a playo would. Man in a dress. You tell me you saw that walking down the road and you didn't think religion, you'd think man in a dress. He's got some Lululemons underneath. Nope. (laughs) Loudest ones about transvestites, and they're all in dresses. You don't think he's just sporting the Mack Weldon's under there? No. (laughs) 
I think he keeps it real. Custom I think every made. once I think after each speech, he goes back and he goes, guys, watch this, watch this. And then he just starts banging it into the dress and bouncing his little dress out. I'm free balling. He's doing the helicopter. Yeah, he's helicoptering underneath there. <laughs> the power of Christ compels you. The power. Look at it go. Woo! Hey, hey, Cardinal, look at my dong in the dress. It's banging away. He takes those layers off, and he's got a wife convincer underneath Oh, there. he's gay. He's got one of those on. Oh, he probably wears a wife beater, but that's yeah. it. When he's out of the dress, it's the grossest thing you've ever and seen. It's a big old gold chain. Yep. <laughs> it's a dude just with his dong out on a wife beater, pair of real big boots. Pope's drip. Dresses land nicely. Take this to the dry cleaner. You see the license plate on the Lambo? It said Riz. Da <laughs> <laughs> Riz. Pope had a Lamborghini. I, I should, know, I should auction that off for charity. <laughs> the Pope has a Lamborghini, and they're still taking the handouts every oh, Sunday yeah, yeah. in the tray. Yep. No. Oh, that's how he got it. I know. That, it's that a, Lamborghini ridiculous. is nothing. Like John yeah. said, you go Trillions. to that. Oh, I'm sure, yeah. Trillions of dollars. Gold altars. They've got tapestries that are. Oh. Not to Billions. Mention, not to mention their ceiling. It's kind of valuable. Although they've been taking a little hit over the years. They've been writing a lot of checks. Right. And they're fine. And they're all in dresses. Kids aren't. They're all in dresses. Yeah. The kids that were dressing them, <clears throat> I bet you you'd talk to somebody who's like, yeah, my, my priest made me dress them after, too. Not after. Don't talk about it. Shut up. <laughs> Brady, now that you're in the why you were in the room while he was getting dressed. And he just showed up in jeans and a t-shirt and eyeballed you and said, help me with my gown. Was he helicoptering in the mirror, ooh, too? My skin I let Mike crawling. Barnes, Bar- you take it over. My skin is crawling. Yuck. Arizona's most powerful, powerful rock radio station. And yet, can you 